How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a long. It's been a long couple of weeks. It's, it has been a long couple. Yeah, of weeks. absolutely. You almost got sprayed by a skunk so, today. We're gonna right out of the gate with that one. Yeah. All right. So it's <laughs> actually becoming a reoccurring theme in my life because I have one that lives in my front bushes of my house as well. So you have a skunk that lives. In your house? In the front bushes. What? Yeah, kind of like outside of my house. Do you live in town or do you live out of... No, I live in town. I live uh, right off of like Wealthy Street, so East Town. In Grand Rapids. Yeah, in Grand Rapids. (laughs) So yeah, so there's one in my front bushes that likes to come and and terrorize me when I try to get in and out of my car usually. Have Um, you you been sprayed? No, no. Because I'll just pull up and he'll be kind of like out there and I wait in my car and he does his thing. And then runs off, you know, and then it's safe to go in. But oddly enough, I was at a friend's house today and I was dropping off a package. And sure enough, I go to get out of my car and there's a skunk, broad daylight, going up the stairs. And I'm like, back in my car. I don't know why this is a reoccurring theme (laughs) right now, but (laughs) thankfully have not been sprayed. Have you like named them or anything? No, no, I'm trying not to get attached. I I would love to get rid of them, but I also don't know how to do that in a responsible way. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough about skunks to tell you how to properly. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got a lot of expertise in different areas, but skunks is not a not one of those areas. So. All right. So this is Beercast. Beercast uh, on the Mark Explains podcast. Thank you. Tate for coming on the show. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Who are you? Absolutely. So uh, my name is Amnesty Lillian Tate Verdine, uh, commonly known as Tate because it's Tate? the shortest, less complicated version. Um, I am. Were you born with that name? Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. So, that is probably the coolest name. I mean, as a Southerner, I was raised in Mississippi. Four names is pretty typical. Really? Yeah. I guess yeah. I don't know a lot about the Mississippian Well, that's just, culture. yeah. Yeah, Southern Heritage, four names is pretty pretty common. Having two middle names is, is a thing. Really? Yeah, so one of them is from my grandmother, and the other one was, you know, just my middle name that was chosen. So, and so yeah. Complicated name. Um, but anyways. Uh, I remember when I first added you, because I've known you for, I mean, about a year and a half now, right? Yeah. A year and a half, maybe two years, yeah. coming on two years. We actually met at this bar. At this bar. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, we are enough. at, for those of you, uh, <laughs> we are at Logan's Alley in Grand Rapids, right off of Michigan. And this is where I met uh, Tate back in 2019. I'm pretty sure you thought I was just ridiculous the whole time, because me and a guy named Matt Haas would order the worst shots possible yeah for each other and we'd kind of go back and forth and i think the one that always stuck was the dirty purse the d- <laughs> absolutely a creation from myself yes. which tate You're actually welcome. made what what is the dirty purse so, do you remember yeah yeah it is it is tequila uh a pretty bad tequila if you can find one. Um, so like bottom juice. shelf. Yeah, bottom shelf tequila. Can't go, can't go good for the dirty purse. Uh, cranberry juice, shaken, and then you put that in a shot glass and you serve it with a lime that has Cholula hot sauce all over it. So oh. the entire experience is is pretty uh, unpleasant. But oh, it's rough. Yeah, yeah. The name suffices the drink. It's very well. Yeah, that came well that came uh, from me and a friend actually shooting shooting some shit here at the bar as well. Um, so we won't get into that story, but it's just as, just as, it's, just as but it's, it's kind of become a staple for me and Matt. And also 
that's kind of the foundation of our friendship. Well, it was the, the dirty it's purse. Very, it's very true. It's, it's very true. But so, yeah. how long have you been here in Grand Rapids? So, I moved to Grand Rapids after college. I graduated uh, from CMU with my bachelor's in fine art in 2017. So, I've lived in Grand Rapids for four, four years now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you like it here? I mean, I it's a little bit a ways away from home state of Mississippi. It is. It is a little bit ways away. Um, I kind of grew up uh, back and forth. So I went to high school in Mississippi, but I spent my summers in Michigan. So, yeah. So do you have family up here? I do. I do. So my father lives in Grand Haven. So a little bit away from here. So it's right there. It's a stone's throw. Yeah. So it wasn't too big of a stretch for me to land in Grand Rapids, but so you grew up understanding like the Michigan summer and the beaches. Absolutely. Coast Guard City, USA. It's hard. It's hard to explain to people that haven't been to Michigan. It's hard to explain to them what summer in Michigan is because I've lived in Alaska and Hawaii, Colorado, Florida, New Jersey, North Carolina. I've lived everywhere. Right. But there is something about the Michigan summer that is well, yeah. so vastly different. When the state thaws out, you get <laughs> coming from Mississippi, let me tell you what it is, is you see sunshine for the first time all year. <laughs> it's, I like when you get a little passionate because your southern draw comes out a little bit. It's yeah. perfect. It's, it, that's, it, there's more than just the thaw. It, there's something about the beaches and- No, the sunsets. Just... It's, it's something so unique. Uh, here in Michigan, if you guys have not made it to Michigan in the summertime, you got like a week. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> before before it's over, and then we go into that cold time. <laughs> yep, and then it's gonna be six months of gray, bleak, dark at five p.m. <laughs> it's a really great creative season, you know. Which is good for you. Yeah, yeah. Because the enough. whole reason we're doing this podcast is you are a featured artist. You doing all right though over there? Yeah, yeah. Headphones. I have a I have a small head. <laughs> I'm a pretty I'm a pretty small person for those who haven't how, actually. How ever tall are you? Four eleven. You're four eleven. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very, very Holy petite. <laughs> but so. it, it, that's really good for the uh, the silks. It is. Which is it what is. you do. Yeah. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get, get to, that. to that. Yeah. We're yeah. We'll get to that. that that's topic three. So <laughs> <laughs> you are fe- are you are a featured artist for. The art prize. Yeah, this art year. prize 2021. Holy uh, cow! Yeah, I'm pretty excited. That's that is unbelievable. So cool. So first of all, for those who aren't from Grand Rapids or maybe they don't know what art prize is, what is what is art prize here in Grand Rapids? So art prize is an international art competition that is held in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, where venues connect with specific artists depending on what pieces they want to show to create art installations all over downtown that are free and open to the public so anyone can go anyone can go how long Um, is it three weeks so it opens this thursday uh, september 16th and it runs all the way to october 3rd and there's indoor uh, exhibitions there's outdoor exhibitions and it's a really great way that the city uh enter um creates interactive spaces for people to to kind of spend more time in certain places that you wouldn't so probably cool. necessarily do so so yeah absolutely amazing it's a great opportunity for the artists that are in it and for the public that like to enjoy it so definitely stoked that it's coming back this year because it was on a hiatus because of everything else because like, of the pandemic right? because 2020 you know so that was that was so this something. is a big year it's a big year so how they pick you how, do, how does that process go 
So the way it goes is as an artist, you go onto the organization's website and you create an artist profile. Uh, you kind of put a pitch of the piece that you want to create for the show. Um, How long ago was this, this that you did this? This happens in April. This okay, happens of the like, year. Or of the year that okay. it's going on. So I, and that's that's when I did it. I'm not sure when it opens. I know that it's early, early in the year. Um, but yeah, so you kind of create your artist profile. Uh, you upload portfolio pieces, kind of some information about yourself, uh, information about what you want to show. And then the venues that want to host artists do the exact same thing. They ho they post their profile as a venue, and they say what they are looking for as artists. And you kind of uh, friend request each other is the best way to put it. You That's get connected so cool. with the venue online. Um, you go through a, you know rejection process or a, or a yes process, and then once you find the venue that you like and that they have the space to adequately show what you're offering, you make that connection. And then you're kind of hitched and you start working with them directly. You get like an art prize liaison, somebody that talks to you and helps you through uh, installing your pieces at the venue. And you go from there. So, yeah. and so you were chosen. Yeah, yeah, uh, so how, I- When did you find out first? I found out at the end of May. Um, I, How excited were you? <laughs> I was pretty excited because I had applied to several places and gotten some rejections, so I was getting a little nervous, you know, as, as uh, one of the bigger things that I've done as a young artist, and um, I was definitely, definitely a little nervous, so once I got somebody that was ready to post my pieces, I was very, very happy. That's so cool. Um, and then I found out that it was actually a venue that hosts over 20 artists this year. All together? All, all together. Whoa. So it made it an extremely incredible experience for connecting with a lot of people that are actually in that venue too. So it was like kind of a a double excitement on that part. I was like, man, now I get to meet like 20 other artists. Oh my nice. gosh. This so, is going to be sick. And yeah. so will you be there by your piece, I'm guessing periodically, right? Yep, yep. So uh, the venue is actually let me give a little shout out to monroe community church they just rebuilt uh their church they just reopened this whole thing yesterday was their grand opening wow. for the actual building itself um so their team has been putting a lot of work into their building um but yeah i'll be there periodically throughout the week uh that church itself has hours and everything that's going to be open um but Art Prize is hosting like artists kind of talking and popping up at their pieces and everything. One of them is September 19th, which is next Sunday. Um, I will be out of town, but I will be there throughout the, the festival. That's so cool. Yeah. What's the one thing you're looking forward to the most um, about this, through this whole thing, which is kind of crazy. I mean, I think about myself, so I, I mean, like, I'm an artist in a sense, but not like you in any capacity. I've, I was a musician for years, and I understand the, the beauty of creation. Right, right. And I remember, like, the first time I was able to play one of my songs in front of people, and, and even, like, when they learn it and sing it back to you, there, there's a moment of connection and yeah. creation. So what's, if you were to kind of paint that picture... Well, what's the thing you're looking forward to the most with all of this? Because this is kind of you, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, of course. Anytime I create a piece and I've made some uh, pieces that have a lot of parts to them. So it's, there's a little bit of yourself at each each one of those uh, components. 
I am honestly most excited now to look at everything and to have it existing in the space because for the last five months, I've just been looking at everything in my house and creating and planning. And so you created so, this in your house. Yeah. And it's big. Yeah, yeah it's big. Yeah. How big is it? Actually, let's yeah. pull up a picture here. I want to talk in real time here. I think you sent me uh, you sent me a picture of this, so I'm going to pull it up real quick. Yeah, I've got a couple too. Uh, oh my gosh. I've been in the venue. Okay, so this is... This is the pi- oh my goodness. Is this, is this the one that you're looking at right now? Is this the one they sent you? Yes. Okay. Holy cow! So this is this is big. Yeah. So each so it's the the whole thing is comprised of three uh, individual sculptures. I'm gonna put the picture on in the show notes. So if you're online, click on the show notes right now, and you'll see a picture of what we're looking at. Yeah. Um. So this piece is actually six individual prints that come together to make a larger wall each print is about six feet tall holy cow um so yeah it's it's pretty large um and it's suspended it's um meant to be kind of walked around and interacted with by it's, the it's kind of like uh it's like half of a hexagon it looks like yeah so the beauty of this piece is um i rearrange it depending on the space that it is in so it's oh. site-specific so the last time it looked slightly different. This time I, I arranged it so that it is in a, an angle so that it kind of hides my other two pieces that are kind of sitting behind it. So my intention there is to hopefully have people kind of investigate around Walk that. Around. around that wall, yeah, to kind of get to the pieces that are behind it. Um, and then there's a light. Yeah, there's so the light behind it is, is kind of the thing that's casting those shadows which is equally as important to bring the viewer up and into it it's so cool because that's the thing that draws me in almost first is the light yeah well the thing that's kind of hard to see from this photo though is how incredibly thin these are so these prints were made on a japanese mulberry paper so like almost translucent and so when you're walking around them and and there's somebody else in the room you can still kind of see each other through this like barrier so it's it's very interesting it's a very interesting piece to like interact with that's yeah. so cool yeah. and and explain a little bit about what's on the prints here because there's so these prints um they are abstracted um they i used silk screen ink and i diluted it to paint um very gesturally i chose flesh tone colors um to kind of add to that figurative element. So I wanted them to be kind of, you know, six feet, kind of flesh tone, kind of transparent, something you have to kind of walk around. I wanted to basically create something that was very figurative without actually giving you, you know, a person or a statue kind of standing around. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. So that kind of gives you a little, the colors in that. That's kind of why I chose what I chose and, yeah. This is so. This is so cool. I'm kind of lost in it right now. What you can't see is that each one of these prints actually has a lot of thread work involved too, um, because they were kind of taken apart and and reconfigured. Um, so when you get closer to them, you can see that there's stitching and, and stuff that kind of runs throughout. So thread is a, a reoccurring a material that I use uh, in most of my pieces. So how old were you when you knew you wanted to be an artist? Five? Really? Five years old? You're pretty, that's pretty young. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you started like drawing yeah. or painting right away? I started sewing. Sewing was my first like thing that you started I kind of got sewing? into. Yeah, I got it. I started sewing. You um, know, my sister runs a um, like a small business where she upcycles. Okay. Um, Clothing. Pillows okay. or little tea towels, and it says things like. Orgies don't start themselves. Oh my gosh! So she like or takes like, doilies and she like puts like slang yep. sayings on. Oh, God bless this motherfucking house. That stuff is like that. Fantastic. That and is so she calls fantastic. herself a sewist that instead is of a seamstress. Great. Yeah. And so that's it's like it, they're connections. No, that's fantastic. Great. No, that's awesome. That's that's. I I'll love send you her account, use. Sarah Jean Sews at at Sarah Jean Sews on Instagram for those no, who are listening. Absolutely, I would love to. I would love to check it out. And I love when people do kind of kind of. Uh, Kitty stuff like that, like yeah, you check a, a, it's, a feminine uh, trade, and oh, you kind of yeah. go, you she's, know, like fuck you with it. <laughs> it's always entertaining. She's she's so great. So you started with sewing, and then it's kind of evolved since then. I'm guessing it's probably evolved a few times. It has evolved uh, several times. So I kind of I started with sewing, um, and then I started painting when I was seven, and then. I did a lot of art just on my own uh, because I didn't necessarily have any mentors when I lived down south. I didn't really find any other artists to connect with on a professional level until I was 18 and I moved to Michigan. So then when I got to college, it really it really took off because I decided to go into fine art and that opened a lot of doors when it comes to working in different mediums. What brought you to Michigan? Just my family. Yeah, ultimately, I had grown up and I had spent a lot of time with my mother's side of my family uh, down south just through high school. And I'd only seen my family in Michigan, you know, during the summer months. Uh, and so I wanted to get closer to them. I had a younger brother, significantly younger brother. Really? So I kind of wanted to move up here and, and be around while he's grown up. Yeah, Quinn's 12 now. Currently 12? Currently 12. Wow. So significantly younger brother. Um, yeah, so that was one of my, my drawing points was family. Family. Yeah, and I don't know. I always, I always said that I feared if I, if I stayed in Mississippi, and I'm definitely not talking bad about where I'm from at all, because I love everything about where I grew up. But um, I always said that I feared I'd turn into a nurse or a teacher, and oddly enough, I still became a teacher at some point. But uh, you did. But yeah, so Tell I kind of moved up here to get more into art. But I don't know. Whenever I, whenever I graduated college, I was fresh in Grand Rapids and had always, you know, bartended and served through college and was kind of doing the same thing, but looking for my first art job. And I just so happened to serve the principal of a school one day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And we had a rather great conversation over the course of her meal. Really? And yeah. And I, you know, she told me to come to school because she needed a, an art teacher. She was starting. How long ago a, was this? This was 2018. So, really? yeah, so three three years ago, I guess, three years at this point. Ago. Um, yeah, so she needed an art teacher. She was starting school. So I went down and kind of checked out the place and got into it and became a preschool art teacher kind of out of nowhere. Um, so your entire life is filled with art and creation. Yeah, yeah, On absolutely. every level. Absolutely, through and through. I'm always looking for, for something to do with art. I just don't necessarily... You know, I don't like to turn down any opportunity either, so I kind of get <laughs> directed in a lot of different places, I guess. I'm the definition of, like, a jack-of-all-trades, but the master of none. <laughs> I don't know. Your art prize seems pretty 
masterful to me. Are you? Would you consider yourself nomadic? Mm, yeah, yeah. I would say I would consider myself nomadic. I would say kind of growing up in two different places yeah. definitely skewed the definition of one place being home. You know. What's so. the thing you miss most about Mississippi? Besides my mom. Um, but by the way, your stories from when you visited Mississippi was it was so sweet. Seeing you post <laughs> mo- mostly about food. It's the most. It was, yeah, it was, it was like mostly the most about maternal wait, week of my life. <laughs> did, did you? Uh, was it a? Was there a southern broil in there somewhere? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't go home and not eat. You know, seafood boil. That just is what it is. But yeah. No. Oh, I think I've had that once in my life, and it was unbelievable. Oh. And okay. I have no clue how to recreate that in any capacity. I think. I think it was uh, a girl I was dating, like probably four or five years ago. She just came over, and it was this—it was like a gallon-size Ziploc bag full of just stuff. Yeah. And, and um, like it was half seafood. I think there was sausage in there. Yep, some corn. Corn, some potatoes. potatoes. Yep. And, and she's like, "It's a southern broil," and I was like. A, a, a you broil just of, the bag open of what? And start eating out of a garbage yeah, bag. And yeah, like, it's fine. That was it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is the most insane thing I've ever done in my life, and it was so good. Yeah. No. Oh my absolutely, gosh. Absolutely. So a lot of a lot of uh, seafood. Um, a lot of gardening. Really. Um, a lot of canning. We did some canning. I uh, did some candle making. You know, real, real, real mother daughter, uh, <laughs> mother daughter bonnie. That's what I like to do when I go home. You know. How often do you go home? I get to go home once every other year, yeah. maybe. So my so, mom tra- travels up here. We kind of go on and off. Besides, so. besides your mama, w- what's the thing you miss most about Mississippi? Like, what does Mississippi mean to you? Because uh, it's different. It's different down there. It is very different. I would say the hospitality, and what I mean by that is the capacity for people to be present in every part of their day. So like. You know, you have a conversation with almost everybody that you pass, and everybody seems to have time for that. And that's really? a beautiful thing that is kind of lost, I feel like. Oh, it doesn't exist up here. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you're in the grocery store, and you're buying something, and the person next to you is like, you know, what are you buying that for? And then you end up <laughs> exchanging recipes or inviting them over, you know, and you make a new friend. So I miss, I miss the hospitality uh, and the food, man. The food is just something to be celebrated down there it's a gathering point it's a it's a comfort point you know it's more intentional because usually it's grown by someone you know and yeah yeah do you have a a big family do you come from a big family i i do i um collectively have about 11 siblings (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's double me that's double (laughs) i say collectively because there's a couple marriages in there and you know, so yeah, I've got quite a quite a large family. Where do you fit? I am right in the middle. Me too. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm I'm the so middle you're, finger so you're kid in six? of five. Of five. Okay. Yeah, so I'm the middle finger kid of five. Okay. But you're the middle of. 11. Yeah, be, yeah, being oh. the middle kid is hard too. But. I know. <laughs> it, it's uh, it, it's, it's like, the oldest, gets to do everything, and the youngest, the youngest gets everything they want. Right. And everyone forgets the middle child. Right. And I'm just over here going, hello. <laughs> I'm doing cool things, right? <laughs> I'm, no. fl- I'm flying from silks. I'm literally flying in the air, guys. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. So you, you get used to it. No. So you do silks. I do. I. That's one of my most recent, um, like, 
freaking loves in life, man. Why don't you explain to people that aren't familiar, what, what when I say you do silks or you fly silks, what does that mean? So aerial silks are uh, fa- the fabrics that hang from a rigging point and a ceiling or um, kind of like a metal rig. And you climb them and do different, um, I'm probably describing this terribly, and aerialists <laughs> out there are like cringing. I'm only a year in, don't, don't hate me. Um, but yeah, you, you do uh, very acrobatic kind of gymnast things from the silks that are hanging from the ceiling. So wow. lots of climbing, um, a decent amount of fear. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's been a good time. I've been learning now with the Grand Rapids Circus or from them um, for about a year. Really? Yeah. My instructor, Tani, shout out. Also a mutual friend that you I happen to know. I love Tani. She's she so great. She is incredible. Um, kicks my butt every Sunday. Yeah. And very talented Very, also. very talented. Somebody that's definitely a great coach has been very encouraging along the way. Very cool. So, yeah. No, it's, it's something that I love to do. I'm not a big fan of traditional workout. Uh, don't weight lift or anything, you know. So doing. You don't doing, like doing a, br- a bro sesh. No, no, I'm not. A, I'm not gonna go <laughs> pump it out. I mean, I won't restrict that to bros. You know, girls get it too. But no, that's not me. That's not me. So I gotta do. Gotta do other acrobatic things. So you got into silks. Out. Yeah. Have yeah. you have you fallen? Because my biggest fear. Okay, I have two fears when I think about silks. Um, I have like two main fears. The first one is that the silks are gonna burn my skin okay that is a valid fear <laughs> because th- th- that's why uh, is it is it that's li- a valid lira it's so lira it, is the, is the ring hoop. Yes, yes the hoop yes. that hurts yes it does. so bad because i yes. tried this because it does not give out oh all. my gosh it was like you see you see these incredible athletes get up there and so graceful. They, they like wrap their legs around like at the hinge point of the knee and they hang and i'm like oh that looks so much fun i'll try that when it, your knee pits it was are just like, bruised. Yeah. It was like pain nine out of ten immediately. Like mm-hmm. the moment I went into it, I was like, oh, and I just flipped right out. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, so silk burn is definitely it's, a thing. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, these things, they scare me. Like, yeah. no, yes, I understand. Day, I'm the, a baby. I get it. The other day I was walking around and I was like, because I get a lot of, I mean, tiny uh, bruises and stuff because I do a lot of things with hula hoops and staffs and other things that are contact on my body and like throw fire and you yeah, do all yeah. the things. But but I was walking around and I was like, what are these scabs from on my ankle? I was like, what is? I could not identify this particular thing on my ankle. And then I went to silks and man, I hit one move and I was like, it's oh. silk. I was like, it's right where my my socks and my my uh, oh. leggings disconnected. It's it's silk burn. But you get you get. Uh, you get taught how not to to do that, you know. Oh, how to not? I don't, I mean, <laughs> you I, don't ever want to drop like that. To, oh. Have you had any? Have you had any wicked falls? No, nope. I no. haven't had any wicked falls either. My teachers are very good. Yeah, they're very good at encouraging you not to send it unless you're pretty confident. And what such, would you so. say? What would you say to somebody who is interested but scared? I would say to. Give it a shot. I mean, every new thing is always going to be a little bit scary, right? Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. But, I mean, once you – you always got to start somewhere. And I would say that, especially at the gym that I'm practicing at, all the teachers are very encouraging, you know, from the get-go. So, mm-hmm. I would say you got to get over that that new thing anxiety and just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Yeah. Just create a giant wall of art. 
just suspended go for from it. the ceiling you know? and then apply and yeah if you don't hey my mom and my grandma always said you'll never know if you'll get in if you don't try that's it you know so if you don't submit the application or you don't show up to the first day of something you're never gonna know <laughs> it's just fact do, do you want to do our present in the future like is it your goal to be a multi-year artist I would definitely do it again. I mean... Do they have, like, rules against that or for that? Or how do they do that? I would have to look into it. I'm assuming that if someone wins, there might be something. Oh, there's there's a winner. Yes. So there are multiple prizes. So there are multiple prizes that are being given out for our prize this year. And I'm actually going to pull up uh, something that I read today just because I don't want to misquote anything about the event. Um... But visitors will be able to scan QR codes uh, to find prizes and award them directly to artists this year. So in the past, it's been like a larger monetary sum. And this year, the viewers actually have a direct impact on different awards that artists can can win. So it's like a a voting thing? Yeah, so there's a voting system. So you go to the venues, you scan a QR code, and it'll come up, and there's like monetary prizes. There's other awards, like, where people can just give feedback to the artists if they want more of a personal connection with their viewers. Um, and then there's going to be uh, juried prizes, of course. There's jurors, a panel of, of specific artists that are going to be awarding um, $10,000 to the first place person in each of their category. My goodness. And $2,500 to honorable mention, which is essentially second place um, wow. in each one of the categories. So there's... That's, like, that's not an insignificant amount of... That's that's a great yeah. prize. Yeah. So, and then the grand prize is $50,000. F- yeah. What? Yeah. So there's a There's, there's a, a grand amount. prize yeah. of 50 grand. Yep. Yep. And that will be awarded to the artist who receives the most prizes. So, like, viewers that are voting and, and allotting these. That's why I'm saying the viewers pretty much have all the power this year. So make go. sure you're out there and you're voting for if you, who you like. If you hear you this see. right now, go to Monroe Community Church <laughs> starting the day this comes out, which is September Thursday. 16th. Thursday, September 16th, all the way through... October 3rd. October 3rd. And is there a name of the art piece? Yes. So the art piece is titled Resurgence. Resurgence. Remnant. Remnant. And Preservation. Preservation. Resurgence. Remnant. Remnant and Preservation. Yes. Yes. Go vote. If you hear this, go vote for every every (laughs) single thing and go vote every day. And I'm not, like I was mentioning earlier, there's 21 other artists in this venue. So it's a really great spot, not just to see one specific piece, but, but to see some amazing work if you really want to see a good chunk of chunk of artwork at one spot. So. That's incredible. Yeah. Address is 1020 Monroe Northwest, Grand Rapids, Monroe Community Church, Amnesty Lillian Tate. You are going to win this. <laughs> I feel it. Through this podcast right here. Barcast, do me some favors. Okay. Mark knows what's up. <laughs> okay, so now I have some questions for you. All right. All right. There, I have a Hot list seat. of 36 questions. You pick the number. It will go to the question, and these questions oh, are I've played this random. Game with you before. They're, <laughs> they're random, so you never know what they are, but the, the, the lower questions, like one, three, four, five, the lower are going to be lighthearted. The, the later ones are going to be a little denser. So how... Should I get another how vo- Yes, 100%. <laughs> okay. 
We need another beer. <laughs> okay. Well, she are, sticks are, her head back. Are you going to... We'll get one. I think her name is Annika. Annika? Yes, is our bartender. Hey, Annika. Can I get another Yeah. Perfect. All right. Yeah, because... One through 36. One through 36. Wait, when did we play this? At what point did we... I haven't I haven't sat down with you before. No, the last time I saw you, I served you at Donkey Taco. <gasps> oh, that's right. And you had me pick a number then, and you oh, asked me. Oh, that question. was fun. You want to hear a story? Thank you yeah. so much. Um, so you want to hear a funny story? Sure. Did I tell you what I was there for that night? So, yeah, I, you did. I, I did. Yeah. So I was. This was a couple. Months ago, yeah, this is back in June, maybe the end of July, June, July, somewhere in there. So, I I was actually in Grand Rapids for a blind date. I was showing up, I was supposed to show up to Donkey Takerito. How do you say that? Takeria, (laughs) Takerito. Donkey I can never taqueria. say it. I can never say it right. Donkey. Yeah, Great I just, tacos. Come oh see. my gosh, the, the the tacos are incredible and the margs are incredible. Also, bar staff, pretty dope. Um, so I show up and I see Tate there. Funny enough, you were like, "Hey, I feel like I know you." It's true. But you were wearing a mask, so I didn't necessarily recognize you right off the bat. Correct. And then I was like, "Oh, Tate." I was like, we, we used to make me dirty purses at Logan's Alley. <laughs> Just the person you want to reconnect with. I know, right? That was mean. <laughs> oh, it was a great. So, yeah, I got stood up that night. No, yeah. I, I specifically Never remember uh, you asking because as a server, it was one of the most awkward service points in uh, a <laughs> long time. Because you go, um... So how long would you wait before you think you've been stood up? And I'm like, ooh, uh, not how just, long has it been? Not just stood up, but like stood up on a blind date. Yeah, and I was like, what did I say? I was like 15 minutes, 20 minutes How max. long had it been? Do you remember? I no, think it was I like over an hour. Yeah, you were like a guacamole deep. It oh, was not. it was bad. <laughs> I, you know, like I always want to give the benefit of the doubt. I never, you, you never know what. what well, if, me too. I was like 20 minutes. What if there's traffic? Like if, I was already you know, making up a, a scenario. Ter- for, you know, a terrible scenario where like you know, get a fender bender or you know right, something right. bad happens but like the texting stopped yeah didn't no, respond first, yeah no that's not i was like man you're making feel, me feel really great about myself okay. right about now. you know well self-worth is through the roof right now <laughs> feeling feeling solid so i sat down so i guess i did ask you questions i do remember that so mm-hmm. this is the same list do you remember what numbers you asked then I picked 12, and I don't remember what the question was. Do you but want to start with 12? I don't want to answer it again. No. No? Because We're going to go to number 12. Here we go. Are you ready? All right. I <laughs> oh, no. This is a good one. Uh, if, you, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability at all, physical, mental, anything, if you could wake up tomorrow and gained one quality, mental, uh, one quality or ability, what would it be? No clue, huh? <laughs> I would say having gained one quality or ability. So it could be like physical ability or like uh, characteristic quality, something like that. I would be able to get taller or shorter upon command. Ooh! Yes. That is... <gasps> because as an extremely really... short adult... <laughs> I, I'm pretty short. I Yes. 
Yes. Hence my last name. I own it. see eye to eye here. I know. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm seven inches taller than you. Okay. But that is, I mean, honestly, like, I'm a short guy. I know yeah. I am. My last name is short. I own it. I love who I am. No, I'm, I do too. I'm good with it. I do too. But the ability to change Yeah, but, you know, climbing, climbing on that, you know, 12-foot oh, ladder the other day, it would have been so much easier if I could just be like, we're just going to crank it up 12 feet. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to go-go gadget you, this. You, and your torso stays the same, but yeah, your but legs, legs just extend. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> you gained three knees. Oh, jeez. I was on a... Be a pretty decent one. I was on a ladder. I save a lot of cats. I know, right? <laughs> From trees. I was on a ladder yesterday painting my house, and... It was one of those, um, what do they call those ladders that you can fold or they go into like an extended position. Um, th- they have, they no have like idea. 12 positions that they go into and I had it fully Death extended trap. open <laughs> and then the legs extended as far as possible to get to like the peak on the side of my house. Mm-hmm. That thing was crickety creaking so loud. And I'm like, man, I was like, I got to do this. So I'm just hoping it will hold during this point so you know honestly that's a that's a really great yeah answer yeah Tall that's probably short. a really sh- selfish one to choose no as I far like as it. quality that's, or ability that's kind of like a superpower right you know i feel like you could get yep. into some better situations extendo girl so extendo girl. <laughs> what okay so that's your first question question two. Oh, let's go lighthearted. let's go four four Ooh, describe your perfect day top to bottom my perfect day would be April 15th because <laughs> it's not too hot, it's not too cold, and all you need is a, uh, a light jacket. Oh my god, <laughs> nah, you're fired. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, perfect uh, day. That's actually really funny. Give me 70 and sunny with the... No, 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 no. <laughs> like, describe your perfect day. Like, from the moment you wake up to... Oh, ooh, from okay. The, from the moment you go to bed, like, what are you doing? Where are you? All right. What constitutes a perfect day for you? Oh, this is going to make me sound really neurotic. Okay. Hit me. My perfect day would be very routine. That's like with everything just going kind of smoothly for a nice adult change. (laughs) So I'd wake up. Hold on, hold on. Hit pause. (laughs) This is where we're at in life. Yeah. Where your dream (laughs) is just to not have any shit go wrong. Yeah, I mean, I am an artist, you know, so I live oh a pretty gosh. vicarious. Uh, yeah, so oh, that's really perfect funny. day, perfect day. That's wake really up, uh, wake up, seven thirty, eight o'clock, because that's nice and late. Um, do some yoga. Uh, do a nice cup of coffee that was made for me by anybody but me. <laughs> do you uh, like? Are you a coffee snob? No. Like, you don't need your madcap coffee, pour nope. over. Nope. I, I do a French press at my house, you know, so I guess. That's kind of coffee snobbish. Uh, like if I said, If you say no, made... you're not a coffee snob, then that constitutes uh, you drop a cup, a K-cup in your Keurig. I don't do K-cups because I run a sustainable company, so I, I do not. Which is something we haven't talked yeah, about yet. Yeah, so I do not do I do not do K-cups. That's not anything that what I. What sustainable support. company do you run? So I run a sustainable company called At Tailored by Tate, and I make reusable products uh, for mostly for kitchenware. 
um, grocery shopping, stuff like that. So, unpaper towels, uh, cloth napkins, mesh grocery bags as opposed to plastic bags. Um, I just got stuff in to start making reusable Ziplocs um, that are water sealed from the inside. So, I am not about the K-Cup jam. <laughs> this is the coolest thing. <laughs> what do you not do? Seriously, you, you do like 12 things. I don't. Constantly. Um, how much free time? How much time? How did you even find time for this? <laughs> Monday, Monday nights. They're pretty calm. They're pretty calm. Yeah. No, I take I take uh, time off you're, during the week for you're presenting as an artist for Art Prize, which is the biggest art uh, presentation in the state of Michigan. As a, as a featured artist, you also are a teacher, an art teacher for pre K, and you fly silks which is so cool and you run a sustainable company yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> look at look yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i'm just trying to figure out what i'm gonna do with my life you know <laughs> so what do you want to be a little bit of it all <laughs> taller no Ta- <laughs> oh man for real okay so your coffee you have coffee by the way so cool where can people go to find your stuff, your reusable um, stuff? I have an Etsy, which isn't the best platform uh, right now. But anyways, Tailored by Tate is the best way to find me. You can find that at uh, Tailored by Tate on Instagram, or you can look that up on Etsy. And, yeah, go from there. You can send me a message at any point, talk about what you need, what you're looking for. You do custom work? I do. Yep. So cool. Yeah, I do custom work. So that's kind of what I touched on earlier. Sewing was my first passion. It was. So I definitely uh, transgressed that into my adult life. Are you getting beyond the dreads? Are kind you... of. That's so, funny that you mentioned that. What makes you think that? I, well, I, I see a rather long amount of hair that is not dreaded. So Tate has... Gorgeous dress. I love. I'm such a huge fan of dreads. You got eight years. Eight years. Eight going years yeah. of dreads, but you have a decent amount, probably eight or ten inches of hair that's not dreaded. Yeah. So I've always done kind of a half and half situation. Oh, so this is the way you 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 like yeah. it? Yeah. I like oh, to be able to style the rest of my hair. Um, oh. But I am getting kind of beyond it. I've had an itch lately to to kind of cut uh, cut and go clean and really start over. Yep. So yeah. you, you would just cut right above the dreads? Probably cut it all off. It's what do you probably going to happen like very buzz? soon. Like buzz? Yeah. That's so hot. Yeah. You probably need to do gonna that. Probably going to do that. So, uh, just... A friend of mine did that. Her name is uh, Lorraine Lowe. Okay. I don't yeah. know if you know uh, Lowe Osborne. She's here in GR. No, I do not. She recently buzzed her head and it's... Yeah. I feel like it's going to be incredibly love, freeing. Love um, it. Eight years of dreadlocks carries a significant amount of like memories and and moments and stuff with it just along the journey. So I feel like the best way to end that journey is probably clean cut. Can we do a live beer cast while those are getting cut? No, <laughs> because that's gonna be an entirely emotional oh. situation. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> no, and then I'm gonna be Beanie Squad for like the rest of the winter. So oh. just get ready. Are you gonna buy wigs? No, I don't think so. Actually, as a performer, I might, because that could be kind of fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because a lot I, of fun. Because that's what Lo does. She Her hair is, I think, maybe about two or three inches now. Yeah. And she has it. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah. But then, like, she'll go and 
she does uh, she does like pole dancing and stuff. To, yeah, so for that could be a out. lot. A lot and of she fun. puts on this long blonde wig. It's beautiful. I love every. I'm actually gonna have her on. We're gonna do a beer. No, class. absolutely. That would be. That sounds like a a good time. So maybe, yeah, maybe if I have the money for that, you know, we'll see. We'll gonna see. manifest that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> buy me wigs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Win art prize. Win, buy hint, a hint, bunch of wigs. Listeners, go vote. Monroe Community Church. Go vote for Tate. No, does it say your full name or does it say Tate? It says Amnesty. Interesting. Yes. So how do you feel about that? Um, so I've had a couple people ask me. Because amnesty is actually what I prefer to go by when it comes to performing and uh, doing art installations and stuff like that. Um, a lot of artists choose alter ego names. I like to think that I haven't necessarily done that, but I just kind of go back to your by roots. yeah the original name. So what does your family call you? Tate. They call you Tate. Tater tot. Tater bug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love every yeah. bit of that. So they don't. Yeah. That's what your mom calls you. Yeah. Yeah, tater. So, so amnesty is your not alter ego artist name. It's your it's like your root. It's name. like yeah. So that's kind of that's probably what's gonna be up there. I haven't seen my artist plaque yet, but it'll probably say amnesty for dying. I'm guessing you're allowed to keep your plaque, like when it's all done. Uh, oh, I would hope so. I usually try to keep those things for my portfolio. Um, fun part of my name is it always gets butchered. That's been a great part of my life. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just recently had a showing. Um, that was from June 1st to July 28th in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. It was called Altered Fibers. Uh, it was another sh- string show, and man, they did a number on it. Let's check check this out. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Amnesty. Yeah. Yeah, they left <laughs> out some letters. They changed some letters. I'm like, and then they put that in quotes. So I was like, why, why would you just spell oh. the part that you know? So... <laughs> So the the Tate name is in quotes as if that's like your nickname. Yeah. They because they don't realize people from Mississippi have four names. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Lillian Tate so. is hyphenated. Um, yeah. So that's a fun one. That's always been a thing. But. Amnesty Lillian Tate Verduin. Verdine. 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 Yeah, I'm very Dutch. Dutch. In uh, nature, not in financial situations. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, oh boy! Next question. All right. This will well, we be the last to, one. We're yeah, at forty-five we got, minutes. I was like, we got to coffee. That's okay. Oh yeah, question. you have to explain the rest no, of your day. Okay. No, no, no okay. you're, you're nine a.m. My, day, my Wait, days are not that exciting. What, what time would you be waking up on your ideal day? Eight. Eight a.m. Eight. Yeah, that's that's nice. I like to experience the bulk of the day. I don't really. Um, so you're not six a.m. Not ten a.m. Eight a.m. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. I wake up pretty much religiously at like 7.02. Whether it's a is Tuesday. Is that an internal body clock? Yeah. Or is that, okay. But it's like whether it's a Tuesday or a Sunday, I'm, I'm up at 7 o'clock pretty much every morning. Which sucks because at my age, my internal alarm clock is louder than... How tired? Actually, yeah, absolutely. I am. So if I go to bed at like two a.m., if I if I like pull a weird all nighter, yep, like two forty, I'm like yep. going to bed seven o two. Yep. And then you're like hating dead the tighter. first hour, and you're like, why can't we sleep? Yep. yep. Like I'll get up, I'll eat breakfast, and then just go take a nap. <laughs> like, I did right that today, but my did power was out, so it's fine. Yeah. Wait, your power's out? Yeah, my power was out. It was a bad storm today in Grand Rapids. So. Oh, there was a bad one in Michigan. Yeah. There was art. <laughs> 
in, in Lansing, not Michigan. Um, it's a broad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I went bigger instead of smaller. Um, uh, in Lansing, there was like, it dumped two foot of rain in like 10 minutes. Wow. Uh, in central Lansing. Yeah, there was like two feet of rain on the streets. It was crazy. Jeez Louise. Yeah, yeah a bunch of my it. friends were posting. Um, All right. So let's see. We went middle of the road. We went lighthearted. We got to so go, go deep. Let's go deep. We got to go deep. You said it goes to 36. Let's go. 36. Um, 28. Tell me what you like about me and be honest. All right. Say some things that you might not say to anyone that you barely know. Because we know each other, but not really. Like, okay, so that's a good one. You don't know me too well. Correct. This is the most interesting question, and I love that this is live. Yeah, and last. All right, all right. So I would say, and something that I wouldn't. So the funny story, I say I'm a pretty honest person. So if you ever had a conversation with me, I would probably tell you some honest things. I would like to say that I like how authentic you are. I oh. have never once gotten from any of our conversations or interactions that it's fake or forced or just not genuinely curious so that's definitely something that i admire about you thank you um and i like your height thank you (laughs) (laughs) as another uh short adult i i do i do like i like that a lot so thank you yeah authenticity goes a long way and i would say that you're like got a bucket load of it so thank that is very kind yeah and as somebody who i don't know like i mean through and through i would say that's pretty important when you go yeah start meeting hanging out with somebody so, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Very kind. I know I told you to tell me that, but thank you. No. <laughs> Make it good. No. <laughs> this is the wildest list. Uh, I had no idea that you were going to ask me that. So thank you. Yeah, thank no, you absolutely. Really That's are, a fun are you game familiar? To play. I know, right? Are you familiar with the Enneagram? No. Oh, okay. We need you need to do like a fast dive in Enneagram when you get home, and okay. we're going to do a follow up podcast. All right. On the Enneagram. Enneagram. We're just going to talk for like an hour about the Enneagram. All right. I'm pretty good at rambling for, I mean, I'm sure everyone has realized that by now, but. <laughs> this has been the single most fun conversation I've had in a very long time. This nice. is Because, I mean, most well, of my. I appreciate you offering to like have this me is, out, man. You're one of the most interesting people I've ever had the encounter of meeting. You do a thousand things. I knew immediately that this was going to be a conversation I wanted to have. You are vastly talented. And you're strong, and you're fierce, and I love your dreads. You're doing incredible things with art. Go to Art Prize. Go vote. Yeah, Hashtag. go vote. Give us, give us some love. We work hard out here. We you're the, hard. you're the type of person that this world needs. Uh, well, I, appre- I appreciate you saying that. I definitely try to not be shitty. No, and, <laughs> but that's, but that, among things, among other things. Yeah. So thank you, thank yeah. you for being well, authentic. Thank you for being you because you have. Like, you are making the world a better place, and I can see that. And that's why I wanted to have you on. Absolutely. As a creator, we kind of have a job. We kind of have a job to do. And I I believe that is to spread some light because we can see see it everywhere, you know. So we kind of have a job to to make that part of our mission. So I definitely try to do as many uh, outlets as I can to to do that. So thank you for recognizing. (laughs) Cheers. All right. Cheers. One last thing. Do you have any, oh, okay. Um, if, you, if this microphone was plugged in and the entire world could hear you, 
for 30 seconds, what would you say? I would say to be kind to everyone that you come across because you never know what that person might have just experienced and how far your simple act of kindness could go in a ripple effect. That's probably that what I would say. Yeah. Simple and kind. And to call your mom. <laughs> <laughs> call your mom. Yeah. Talking to you. Podcast verse. Where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Tate Verdine. You can also find me on Instagram at Taylor by Tate. Uh, Facebook is pretty personal, so uh, may or may not leave you in friend request purgatory, but you can find me there I at have, Tate Verdine as well. I have somebody requested me uh, maybe yesterday, the day before, just recent, really recently, and it was like, and I was like, nah, not really interested. I don't really know them. Uh, I'm, I'm like you. Facebook is personal friends. Um, and then it says, see all for the people that have requested. And I was like, oh, I should do that. Holy. Yeah, yeah you got a lot of people sitting there. There, there was. And it's like I had, people that you've never eaten. Oh, yeah, I had more in there than I have actual friends. And it's by like almost double. Yeah. Oh, it was wild. <laughs> it's definitely a weird it spot. Was, Facebook is a weird place. Oh, yeah. So, and, yeah, definitely and then I went through that. Instagram. And then I went through that whole thing, like, maybe I should unfriend more people. <laughs> I, I have this purge ability. I just like to purge things that don't... Uh, don't suit you? That's or, good. Or serve me or, or help me grow or be the best no, person absolutely. that I can be. You know, if people are just... If they're just spreading garbage or if they're just completely stagnant, I'm just like, eh. No, it's important. It's important to purge those things throughout yeah. your life. Absolutely. You got to make make room for the new. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Tate, thank you. Thank you. So, 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 oh, so, so, sure. so much. You're an amazing human. Oh, thank you. This was and I cannot wait. first podcast of, uh, <laughs> I cannot. Don't be too rough. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to go see this. I'm going to. Uh, I'm excited. Go see it in person. Fiction's oh, I'm for sure. Justice. I'm going to go see it on Thursday. I'm yeah. so, so stoked. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you.